Well, everyone, our final podcast from Bathurst for 2019 is our wrap-up podcast. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, what we just watched was the most amazing theatre, the most amazing sport that you could ever wish for. Richard Crowdale Rogers joining me. Well, since last year's Bathurst yeah, 1000. <laughs> yeah, just... I mean, if you're listening to this, you've probably seen what happened. You've recounted the final moments of the great race and uh, you just saw Scott McLaughlin drive the best race of his life. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, first, it was fuel-saving race management and maintaining the position, rolling the dice to stay out um, on fuel, and that last safety car probably helped them to go full rich on that one lap and then complete the best lap of his career. And, and people will talk about the 17-pole lap and they'll talk about the pole lap yesterday, but under pressure from Shane Van Gisbergen, who's yep. one of the hardest racers in the sport, and a hooked-up Commodore, who was also good to go on fuel, after two 40k an hour laps behind the safety car, with rubbish all over the road at the elbow, with rubbish over the road at Reed Park, um, he executed it absolutely perfectly. And we had another amazing great race finish. And yep. that's just huge testament to that team. And um, I... The last, well, I was going to say I haven't heard it that loud out there. It was that loud when Craig won last year, but um, there's a lot of pent up frustration from Ford fans, I think, and um, it's been released. Yeah, it was quite amazing with uh, the safety cars rolling thick and fast towards us. The end of it, we heard on the radio with six laps to go. They told Scott he had six laps of fuel. Now we've heard that before, and sometimes it coughs, and sometimes it gets there. Um, the very last, the two last safety cars, uh, he nailed both restarts. Ben Giz missed the first of those restarts because mm-hmm. he gapped him, but the second one, Ben Gizman, was right on his tail, and as Rich said, he just drove the ring off it. He got he, he got a, got out of jail a little on the fuel, but they were both running full bore and uh, an extraordinary extraordinary race. Feel a bit sorry for uh, Andre Heimgartner tagging the wall at the uh, price of a few laps to go, which brought out the last safety car. But uh, uh, it, it was just one of those bathers, wasn't it? It was just it just delivered everything in that last 40 minutes. Yeah, it certainly did. There's no doubting it. And uh, then in third place, so we had uh, McLaughlin, Van Gisberg and James Courtney, WAU, who have just had the year from hell. And uh, for him to get a podium with the two American owners here, amazing also. Well, it'd be an interesting chat with Bruce, I would have thought, Dale, after that one. And Ryan Walkinshaw, celebrate a podium. You feel like you get on the podium at this place and your rubbish year becomes OK. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Massive fuel saving, and um, and I, I flicked a message to my old mate, Jack Perkins, with about 10 laps to go, and said, can you guys get there? And he said, well, we're bloody well trying. But what he did throw in was, we've got the best fuel saver in the business doing the job. And it turned out he was well, and he held off Jamie Winkup, yeah. who was full rich, full good to go after a stop, put yep. fuel in. Um, and he beat the best touring car driver in the history of Australian motor racing to the podium. Yeah. So that's, that's a huge drive from James Courtney as he departs that team, and... Um, I want to personally single out Jack as well because it's been a lifelong ambition of him to get on the podium at this joint with such a history there with his old man, of yep. course. So yep. um, that's an outstanding result. Um, Garth Tanner, P.S. on the podium. Like, he's, he's been exemplary yep. this weekend. And then just missing out, Wink Up and Lance could have won well, it if they hadn't appeared. I was going to say, is that another Bathurst caused uh, lost for Wink Up by uh, fuel? Not, well, yeah, it is, but in completely different scenarios. It's, it's isn't correct. It, Dale, because he... Yeah. Um, they made the call. They yeah. they went hard. Yeah. If they, if they'd gone otherwise, they would have stayed out and they would have run the race. The two Possibly. cars, the seventeen car and, and the triple eight car, they were running together. Jamie got the message to go. 
Scott got the message to conserve, yeah. and that was the strategy change of the race. Um, they pitted uh, Jamie, and you would have thought that he would have been able to certainly get past the 22 and possibly give Giz a run as well, but he couldn't. And uh, we just watched Courtney peg up and up and up over the day. And, yes, there were a few retirements there, and the, the, the Tickford guys, which we'll talk about in a moment. But he just ran such long stints in that car. Great fuel saving, as you say, and just drove beautifully. They've got two cars in the top ten. Yeah. Car two finished eighth. Yep. Another yes, Another really did. good Correct. drive for Scott Pye and Warren Luff. I'll tell you, the other car that was a surprise for me, too, the nine. Dave Reynolds, the Erebus car, that was... Well, they kept coming back the, as well, didn't yeah. they? They, they, were, they were nowhere. They didn't look like they had a lot of speed, and I'm sure there were some remnants of the accident uh, earlier in the week. But uh, they did come back, and uh, he, you know, Dave raced hard. He, he made some big passing moves, got up there. And, look, to get, to get that result for P5 out of what they had sort of weekend they have, yeah. it's a great result for those guys. Yeah, they, they pitted about 400 times, so they were full rich, flat out at the end and, and passed some cars. Um, there's some other great results in there, Shebex. Winterbottom and Richard, seventh. So, I mean, they got a few tips in the old predicted, didn't they? Um, yep, and yep. I think that's a that's a stout result. And don't for, for one minute believe anyone that motor racing is an individual sport. Fabian Coulthard has cost the absolute ultimate price for a team effort in holding up a bunch of cars under a safety car. He got a drive-through penalty. They knew it was going to happen, but what, it ha- what happened out of that was that it made sure that Shane Van Gisbergen didn't win the race or, or get to the lead early and uh, he an absolute team player well the the you could see uh, i was watching from the the stand here at the media center the two lead cars had serviced and were almost leaving the lane before fabian came underneath the super yeah. cheap bridge so he was so far back up conrad straight and the people behind him were going off this blow it's blown up obviously on social media tell me another team in pit lane that wouldn't do the same thing. Of course Every single course race team there would do the exact same thing to one of their cars yep. if it meant the other one had a better chance of winning yeah. the great race. Yeah, and Fabian has proven time and time again um, he is an extraordinary well, good team player. And you he know was, what I loved? Straight after the race, he comes up and yeah. he's given McLaughlin a massive yeah. hug and handshake well, and all that. The, and the Penske way, Shebex, is that if one car wins, they all win. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they've got a great little tradition where they have donuts and coffee in the race shop in Mooresville, North Carolina after every win. So if McLaughlin wins on a Saturday here, they get the bonus over there. But it's just the little team stuff like that. So that that will be recognised. And, and they threw Car 12 under the bus. They know that. Yep. Worked. Well, it's interesting you say that because uh, Roger Penske was at the International Press Conference uh, mm. on, on Friday. And once they were talking about Scott McLaughlin, he was the one who said, and don't forget the contribution that Fabian's made to this team. So it's well recognised. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Scott Pye in eighth, Rick Kelly in ninth, and Lee Holdsworth in tenth place. Yeah, so there's, there's two things to pull out of that, and we'll get to Tickford, um, which could be an interesting discussion. Um, Rick Kelly and Dale Wood shouldn't have been top missing. I'm happy for them. No, no, Holmgaard should have been, you're right. They, yes. they had a shot at being on the podium, but, but definitely top five. Yep. And I feel yep. for Andre, that, that combo for mine probably drive of the day because they were in the mix. Yeah. They started 13th, they blazed their way through the field and they were, they were as fast as that leading group when everyone was in fuel save towards the end. Um, Tickford Racing. Yeah, well, since uh, we last spoke to you folks, an amazing thing happened here, and it happened to Tickford Racing. We should please explain it. Well, there's there's no point, because people would have seen what happened, Shebex. Yeah. Friendly fire. They KO'd themselves. It's the most Tickford thing that's ever happened. Um, And they had three cars, if not four, within contention to win that race. 
and they ended up with the Bottle Car 10th and Milwaukee Racing 11th. But their two cars, they were they were both on the podium and they fired themselves out. There's nothing more to say. Like, Chaz balls up. The mood in that garage that we saw on the uh, on the TV screens when it happened was just palpable. Well, you know, what do you I mean? do? Oh, well, what can you do? What can you do? But the, the, the question is, Chaz, it, it was Chaz, yep. right? Yep. So Who leaves in yeah, three races time. Had a huge drama and locked the brake and fired it into... Into Cam, who's yep. staying, he's done a new two-year deal, sponsors back on board. Not reading anything into that. But driver plays a role, obviously, but where's the race management? Where was the instruction? Come on, boys, we're, we're not even halfway through this thing yet. Yeah. Mm. Go, and, go and win it. But unfortunately, it's know. not the first time. And, and that's this is a team that, uh, you know, Chaz Mostert and James Moffat were a dead set chance to win this race today. Moff was gutted. Not the second fastest car. Yeah, there's no uh, doubt. It, had, this, had it played out, and all these things occurred, and that car was in that mix, you would have seen them have a red hot go at this. And they threw it away, and it's, uh, it's, it's desperately sad for the, that team. They, they just seem to have ongoing problems with their team members hitting each other. Mm. Outside the top ten, any notables? Any... Well, we, we should say Gary Rogers Motorsport did a really good job for the, this race. For and 95% of the race. There, there was a brief period where car 34 was... People were saying it was going to win. Yeah. I never thought they would, but they were fueled. They were the first car fueled properly fueled to the end that that everyone thought anyway. So they yep. ended up twelfth and thirteenth, um, which is not a great return on the end of that day. Um, BJR one car out lap one, the other car MIA all day. That was that was just really strange, wasn't it for um, for Perkett and Blanchard? Real surprise that one. It's you know. They both made the ten. Yes, um, I think Scotty Pye and Tim came together on the, uh, Tim Slade came together on the first lap. I think Tim probably could have backed out of that. Um, you know, you know that's around uh, up towards Reed Park on lap one. But the, we mentioned in an earlier one today the uh, the number eight car of Nick Perkett and Tim Blanchard just uh, was completely lost today. It, uh, uh, there was obviously something amiss, but the. They really th- did not deliver on their their practice and qualifying results. The best wild card ended up being the Americans. Good effort by those boys. They stayed out there. Yeah, ended up in the gravel trap at the end. It was um, it was as they they did what they just circulated. Didn't yep. they? I don't really know what else to to say about that. To be honest with you, the Davidsons I think were something that probably never really looked like they were going to fire. They they were hovering around the to- about sixth and seventh place for quite a while, but they never looked. The car never looked as fast as the, the Waters and, uh, and Mostert car today. Yeah. So, Scott's not going to lose this championship. Well, no, he is now 622 points ahead. Yep, so he's, he's two rounds yep. in front. So, so he does Gold Coast, Sandown, yep. he can have off yep. and still be leading, yep. irrespective of what happens. Um, Penske won the IndyCar championship this year, won the Indy 500 yep. this year, just wrapped up the IMSA series, IMSA series. in the States today. Yep. By five points, one Montoya and Dane Cameron doing the job in the Acura, and they're still in with the shot in NASCAR. Hmm. Could be a big year, and they won Bathurst. It's, be it's more than donuts. Ridic- be more than donuts put on the table at uh, North Carolina. Well, yeah, but, but and, and Roger adds this race to the 500, yeah. 500s, the big 500s and, in the states is the big ones. Having had the pleasure of working with that team for some years during Roger's involvement here, uh, I can assure you that uh, using a Dick Johnsonism, that this is the trophy he wanted desperately wanted. And, and irrespective now of what Scott McLaughlin does, it's the, the exclamation point on a glittering supercar career. He could go to the States next year and never drive one of these things again 
and he'd be up there. And would have won two championships in a Bathurst. Was the best, yeah. yeah. So it, it's that that Bathurst full stop, isn't it, in a career yeah. that, that arguably deserved it because he's been the best in the sport for the last couple of years. The one thing you'd be sure of is that when they have those big Penske... Uh, uh, celebration dinners in America and they invite all the drivers and the Roger Mears and all the great drivers they've had. Scott McLaughlin will be on that stage as well. He is yeah. truly a great Penske driver and uh, as is Fabian uh, but he's a Penske driver for life now. There's no question about that. We're just seeing I've got to bring it up. We're just seeing replays of the ticket debacle. <laughs> it's a beauty isn't it? And I'd heard in commentary that, that the Waters thing was 80% throttle down Conrad I think they had an issue but Cam was just went, went left Edwards. and then went that. right and the thing unloaded and away they went. Tim and Jones Moffat, the both of them, they're just sort of sitting there thinking, I, what just happened? I thought Moff, Moff did a really good job today. He oh, he's was, great. He, he was did. super. That, actually, that could be nearly Jones Moffat's best drive. And we're watching Pukakari as well when they bang into each yeah, other. So they've got track and they took each other at Queenstown out as well. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about Alex Pramat, have we? Because no, he was good. That one error with that big lock break down at, at yep. uh, the Chase early in the motor race and it delaminated that tyre, so they probably pitted him a little bit earlier than they wanted to, but his second stint was flawless. Yeah. Um, he had good car speed and erased all the doubts, I think. And even to the extent where the team notified him to say, mate, don't fight them, let yeah. them just go past us, hold yep. your position, stay close, and that's exactly what he did. He did it with yep, perfect drive. I think the only thing you saw in the, in the pits today from Scotty McLaughlin is when he had the big lock-up and the bit of the off. He was under enormous pressure because he was the only co-driver yep. in, the, in the mix with our best drivers. And Scotty's face, you could just see in the helmet, he just, his eyes went down and he's thinking, please don't let this happen. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. He, you know, every time uh, Scotty got back in, Primar had left him in a good position. So that's all he had to do. Hmm. Um, Four-day attendance, 201,975, so rip a crowd. What does that sit in the pantheon of crowds? Uh, well, it's right up there. It was 205 yeah, yes, last year. So it's did, you, did you pick a figure anywhere near that in the uh, race no, to the I wasn't going to bring it we're up. We're going to bring I it up. Okay. Oh, no, okay. no, no. <laughs> now, if you cast your mind back, I'm not one to blow my own trumpet, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, if you cast your mind no, back to yesterday, goodness. I got within a hundredth of a second of predicting the shootout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And the crowd? Well, the official three-day crowd was 201,975, and uh, this is locked in. It's on theracetalk.com right now. You can go back and look it up. Yeah. Story was posted on Wednesday, RC 201887, so yeah, well 88 done. out, which uh, isn't too bad. That's, uh, that's uh, a Tesla ticket, I think. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's can probably rigged. Can I, just take, can I just get a quick comment from this guy, a good mate of the program yep. on the grid, Brett Murray. Crush... That win for Scotty McLaughlin, you've known him, you've known the family for a long, long time. What does it mean? What is it everything? Yeah, he's been a very interesting character the last few weeks, even talking to him and you know, I talk to him probably two a couple of times a week and text messages and stuff and yeah, he's been very calm going in here, but you just knew it meant a lot. You know, he's done everything this year. And I think we talked about it yesterday when when he did that lap, when Greg Murphy did that lap. That pit lane stood out and cheered and carried on, and we were three seconds quicker in that lap. It was the lap of the gods, and we'll probably never see another one like it because of the new rule changes. Yeah. And um, it was like, oh yeah, that was sort of expected. So it was a bit more pressure on him to to do that. And I think when you come out today to give Roger this trophy, I know you guys have been talking about it. Um, you know, I know it, it, it means an enormous amount to Roger. Like, and I know Dale's worked with him. I've known Roger a long time, as you know. And um, you know, you know his team wrapped up a championship in the US today and he elected to be here rather than there mm. and um, you know he had a lot of his hierarchy here this weekend um, and a lot of his key customers and uh, they've been able to give them something pretty special Scott has 
And um, I think that's the next thing. It, it, it's the final brick in the foundation. This is the start. It's the final brick in the foundation of the rest of the career for this kid. We talk about him going to the US and all that sort of things. Roger's like, well, let's just get some things done here first. Well, he's done it. <laughs> he's done it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's won the championship. Yep. Um, he's about to win it for the second time. He's won Bathurst. You know, they lead the Pertec Cup, won the team champ, they win that again. So they've ticked all those boxes. There was a, a gap in Rogers' trophy cabinet. It doesn't exist anymore. And they'll probably take the, the Pertec Cup as well, you know, if they keep doing the way they're doing, yep. which obviously Pertec's a major partner. There's theirs. It means a lot to those guys. They form the great relationship as well. And, um, you know, he's delivered for them. A few clicks on the old speedcafe.com after that one, Crush, I reckon. Yeah, well, it's been a pretty big week, Crowley. Yes. Um, uh, it's been fantastic, actually. And I think... Uh, you know, just what a what a finish to a race. I mean, we've all been here so many race. times. It's Full stop. And it was like, you know, we had the yellow in the first lap. You think, oh, yeah. And then it just sort of panned it out. But at it, 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 no stage was it boring. No. But we had lulls, but it wasn't like, oh, God, I'm having a bit of a sleep here. It, it just kept going and going and got four cars within two seconds. I want to pose this question to the both of you because I now know your answers. He reckons that is the this is the greatest race in the world. You reckon the Indy 500 still hands down beats it? As, as an event, the Indy 500 beats it. I find it hard to argue when he's run a car in that and I just sit here being all fat watching the great race. But I mean, I think it's amazing. Yeah. It's if he gave me a choice to go both, I'm going to go the Indy 500. Because, but, but I've got more relationship with it. We're here. I mean, you know, I certainly haven't had a car here. This is my 30th consecutive year at this event working and I've never won it and it pisses me off. <laughs> Um, you know, the Indy 500 is something different, but, you know, some, you know, Paul Morris won it in 2014. Not only did I win a lot of money, one of my best mates won the race. And it's probably the closest that I felt I've come to being a part of a winning organisation. This is probably, to be honest, is probably the second one because of my relationship with Scott and Penske organisation and my friendship with Dick and all those sort of things. It's just great to sit back and, you know, you don't share in it. You just sit back and 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 watch them mm. enjoy it and, and enjoy them enjoying it. You Maybe know, going over to Dick's place on Tuesday for a little bit of a barbecue and a red mug? I'll have to take my Jack Daniels and he'll yeah. get all dirty because he drinks Jim Beam and that'll be, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, what are you drinking that crap for? And I say the same thing to him and then, you know, that's how it all sort of works out. But, you know, what a, you know, those blokes are obviously getting on in age, you know, for them to, you know, 25 years after they won the last one, him and Bowie won it, mm. what, a, what a great result and, you know, and, and as Dale knows, like, that show was on the bones of its butt, you know, a few years ago when um, Steve Brabeck came along and, and basically saved that organisation. God bless his soul. You know, he passed for a couple of years ago. And uh, I'm sure Steve would be, have a smile on his face today because he saved the event and then, you know, R- Ryan got involved and, and became a part of it and they put the deal together with, you know, Steve was certainly instrumental in getting R- Roger here. And, um, you know, Roger brought the funds um, to put it, he's built a business around it. And, it was, and, you know, the first press conference was like, oh, you got a one take. When are you going to two car? First, you know, first mm. question. And he said, well, when it makes sense. Mm. I mean, that, that guy can buy pit lane yes. with a spare change on his cabinet. Yeah. But the reason he can is because he's smart. Yeah. And, in, and, he, and his ego doesn't say, well, I've got to run two cars, get a real run in two cars. He says, well, when it makes financial sense to do it, I'll do it when there's a business model. And, you know, you look at the quality of the people they've had as guests this weekend, you know, he's done a fair job. Great for Dick too, isn't it? That, that, that after all those years, and you and I know so well what he went through, that he can, you know, he's now having a great time. He's enjoying his racing, he's enjoying life, and he's just won Bathurst again. So it couldn't be better for him. I, I remember having a conversation. They had the emergency meeting, and Steve got me to the meeting, and we sat down and tried to get strategies together and what we're going to do and ideas and kind of, 
You know what I'm saying? Straight up the dick. You know, the problem is, mate, your name's going to be worth more when you're dead than when you're alive. The trick is to try and get some cash while you're alive. <laughs> and, um, you know, a plan was formulated and this is where it's ended up. I mean, and it's great to see him. And the guy, is, his whole life's been this sport. I mean, you know, his wife, Jilly, to see her come out, you know, the smile she had when she came off the, you know, from yeah. the back of the podium was just, it just makes you feel good, you know? Thanks, Crush. All right, boys. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Brett Murray joining us. On yeah. The um, a few more little things we need to just roll over, boys. The the LP word, non-event. Uh, no. Holding the floor, checking out for the win. Yeah. Lap times within thousands of a second. But do we ever think it was going to be here? I was always a chance, Shebex, based yeah. on this year and the, the debacle it's been. If anything, the Nissans were, were the ones. They've been given a, a big kick with what they've had from what we've seen. At a track that's got a bit of high speed, yeah. a bit of low speed, a bit of, bit of straight, um, they were they were the best they've been all season long. Yeah, no, the, the three cars juked it out today. Um, Parry's not an issue. Look, it, it, you can argue with what supercars have done, but what they've tried to do is to keep three very, very different motor cars in the same window, and you'd have to say after today's race they've achieved it. There's nothing in it. It was nothing. terrific. Great race. Yeah. What a day, boys. Amazing. Amazing, amazing day. What a fantastic way to finish. Uh, that's it, guys. Thank you for all your help throughout the uh, entire weekend. And we send a note to our chief photographer, Mark Walker. Oh, what a great uh, job. If you get an opportunity, folks, jump onto the mm. Race Talk uh, Facebook page and just have a look at some of the shots that have come from Mark this weekend. An absolutely amazing job. Got the crash. Mark. Got the tick for yeah, the explosion. Yeah, he did too. Yep. Down at the chase. Yeah. I'm shooting at about a thousandth of a second when it happened, but it was all right. Um, actually, it was more like a tenth of a second, sixtieth of a second. <laughs> but, uh, no, tremendous stuff. Um, yeah, and thanks to everyone who's uh, listened in and clicked on the weekend. And Yeah. More of this. Hope you enjoyed it. Fantastic. We'll catch you. I don't even think we need to do one on Tuesday, do we? No. No, that's it. We'll catch you next next week as a lead up to the Gold Coast and uh, do what we're going to do there and then probably even do a similar sort of thing throughout the uh, Gold Coast race. Definitely going to do the grid walk. I enjoyed the grid walk, Tony. It was was good. We'd we'd better get. We'll get our Martin Brundle voice on next yeah, time and exactly. we'll have a crack at do it. Do it again. That's good. Thanks for your support, folks out there. We really do appreciate the support you do give uh, on the grid and the racetalk.com. Thanks to our great friends at Truck Assist for the help that they give us as well. We'll catch you in a week and a little bit's time. Next Tuesday, another episode of On the Grid will be up and ready to fire right then, right here on mypodcasthouse.com.